Well, good day, everybody, and welcome to our daily podcast. Tim Carskatton here, Christian Center Shreveport, doing our ministry in the prophetic to encourage you, build you up. This is our month of endurance, perseverance. We're pressing through, and today we want to speak to your purpose that you must prophesy regardless of the circumstances. All right, let's listen in. Over every heart and every mind Cause I know there is peace within your presence I speak Jesus I just want to speak the name of Jesus Till every dark addiction starts to break Declaring there is hope and there is freedom I speak Jesus Well, welcome, welcome, welcome everybody. So glad you're with us and I pray you had a good weekend. It is Monday, January 23, 2023, 2323. It's the year of Psalms 23, really a key passage for all of us this year. And I pray that you were blessed in the ministries you're involved with this weekend. And I hope you enjoyed our ministry. If you were able to watch us online from Shreveport, I am on my way home today. I pre-recorded this. Uh, so I'm traveling back from Germany and from the ministry there as well as in Eastern Europe. Had a great time. Again, one more time, I apologize for the quality of the audio. I'm having to do it from my computer. I don't have my studio back home and uh, but hopefully I'll be back home soon and to uh, release a, a better quality so thanks for being patient with me as long as you can hear it that's what matters and we are spending this month if you've watched us online as well as here on the podcast focusing on the fruit of endurance or perseverance depending on what translation you have and uh, a very important topic that most ministries don't want to talk about because it's not overly exciting because we know the work and the process of it. But when you understand the fruits of it, you'll see the importance of it. If you don't see the fruits of it, you'll despise it. And we are all impatient. We all want everything to happen quickly. And endurance is one of those things that reminds us that there is a process in fulfilling a prophetic word. And that is what we're talking about, prophetic protocol today, which is what the Lord has done for others in the biblical sense, teaching about the prophetic. It's good for us too. And last Thursday, I shared the story of Ezekiel. And I want to do a parallel story that goes with that in the book of Revelation, chapter 9 and 10 of John the Revelator, who had to go through the same thing, the same exact process. I think they're parallel. I think Ezekiel's encounter and John's encounter are almost identical. And they both were given a scroll, a book, to eat, and then they were required to prophesy what was in the book, or in other words, walk out what the prophecy said to do. And I asked you last Thursday, are you eating your prophetic words? And, you know, Ezekiel, the story says, when the Lord gave him the word, the scroll, 
he said to him in chapter 3, 3, he said, Son of man, feed your stomach and fill your body with the scroll, which I'm giving to you. And then, of course, it says Ezekiel ate it, and it was sweet as honey on his lips. And so it is sweet when you hear the word of the Lord. I mean, the word tastes good regardless of how hard it is. And that was a word of lamentations, you know, disasters, woe. <laughs> it wasn't a great word that God gave Ezekiel for Israel, but God was pushing Israel to be repentant and turn from their wicked ways and come to the Lord. So that part was sweet. The bitterness was, the hard part of it was that it wasn't a great word as far as what was going to happen, but it had a redemptive purpose. Even in judgment, God is always redemptive. You're going to get tired of me saying that. As long as you listen to us in this ministry, we're going to tell you that over and over again because I think we constantly need that reminder that it is always redemptive. We want it to be kind and sweet all the time, but there are times that God is doing something amazing. So let's fast forward here, you know, a few chapters and, I mean, a few books and many, many years, <laughs> uh, thousands of years here. And let's move forward to where John the Revelator, uh, not thousands of years, I'm sorry, hundreds of years, but where John the Revelator received his message. Now, in the ninth chapter, he's receiving all this download revelatory stuff. He's writing it down. He's being obedient of this disasters in chapter nine of Babylon and brimstone and fire and you know, all this stuff, killing the plagues. You know, it's really not a great word. Very similar to Ezekiel. Uh, woes and lamentations and, and judgments, right? And so the Lord tells John that the, the, these judgments coming and because of the sins of the people, <laughs> excuse me, and as it's flowing, it says in the, in the last verse of chapter 9, and they did not repent of their murders, nor of their sorceries, nor did their immorality, nor of their thefts. So even though these prophetic words were coming, he's also being shown they're not going to change at that moment. And Ezekiel was shown the same thing. He said, they'll not listen to you. They don't listen to me. They're rebellious people, but you still got to prophesy. You still got to tell them what I'm telling them. Look, we owe it to the body of Christ. We owe it to ourselves. We owe it to others to tell them the truth, to warn them what's coming. And we're a, one of those warning ministries that we warn of what is coming. I remember in 2020, the Lord gave me a warning for the coming crisis. Not, not that I prophesied COVID, a disease, but I saw it was a shock and awe word. The Lord says people are going to be shocked by what happens this year and all at the hand of God and so forth. It was, a, it was a word that God gave me in January, and then, of course, COVID hits like in March and April. And that was a, a life source word. It, and, I mean, I had people tell me they didn't like that word. And, you know, and I, I can't say I liked it either, but... I was seeing what I was seeing. We prophesied tornadoes, earthquakes, wars. We prophesied all those things. And let me tell you, it's not fun doing that. And again, most people are not like excited about what we're saying. But I think as a watchman on the wall, we have a requirement to say those words. In Proverbs, it tells us that you're blessed if you watch at the doorpost, if you watch at the gates. 
And I think that's something you need to recognize. A blessing comes to the watchmen, not for what they say per se, but that they were willing to listen and watch and pray and declare what God is saying. So I want to say to you, when you are obedient that way, you are walking under the blessing of the Lord. Well, the story goes on. Then the angel comes to John and he has this incredible encounter, much like Ezekiel's encounter. And he has this little book. It's wide open. He places it, uh, you know, uh, uh, his right foot on the sea and the left on the land. This is what the, what the vision is. And he, he sees this whole thing. It's about these seven thunders and all this stuff that's kind of crazy. I don't want to get into all that. But he said, I saw the angel standing there and he lifted up his hand to heaven and so forth. And, and as he did this, he finished this message. And then the voice uh, I heard in heaven and I heard again speaking to me, go take the book, which is open in the hand of the angel who stands on the sea and on the sea. So he said, so I went to the angels, this is chapter 10, verse 9, and telling him to give me a li the little book. And he said to me, take it and eat it, and it will make your stomach bitter, but in your mouth it will be sweet as honey. Exactly what happened to Ezekiel. So here's the thing. You know, he sees all this crazy stuff going on, wild stuff. He also has in the back of his mind that all he's being shown didn't even cause the people to repent. And then God says, I want you to do some more. <laughs> and the scroll, because John knew a scroll, a book, would be more written stuff from the Lord, from heaven. He would eat it. And remember in Ezekiel, you're absorbed with it. You take it into your whole body. It's 1 Timothy 4. You receive the whole thing in your being. You don't just take part of it. You take all of it. And so it's sweet because why? All the words of the Lord taste and see that the Lord's good. They are always good, redemptive. Now, when it's one of those things in the redemptive environment of the prophetic spirit. You always know it's good. But when you get in the soulish environment of what it's going to take to walk it out, it's bitter. You know, bitter is like, mm, I'm eating this. You know, if you ever take some medicine or to eat something, you know you don't, you don't like the taste of it, but you know it's good for you. You know, sometimes cough medicines. I mean, when I was a kid, some of the nastiest tastes and stuff you had was cough medicine. And, but you knew in order to stop this cough, you had to take it. It was bitter, but it would make you better. And this is the story here of John. And so he took it and uh, he ate it. And in my mouth, that's what he said, sweet and honey. And when I had eaten it, my stomach was made bitter. Because now you're like, oh, Lord, this is not going to be wonderful as I thought it was going to be. I'm going to have to walk this thing out. I'm going to have to keep doing this thing regardless of what the circumstances dictate. And that's what it says here. And they said to me, the angels and the Lord, you must prophesy again concerning many peoples and nations and tongues and kings. So the Lord is warning John, you're going to get more revelation and you're going to have to prophesy it to nations, to kings, to peoples. I'm not going to let you off the hook. You're a prophet. You know, you're called to do this. And not that John was saying he wanted off the hook, but... He had to have. I would have. 
like, come on, Lord, can you give me something that, uh, you know, they're going to prosper and, you know, that God's going to bless their families. And, <laughs> and ultimately, God will. That's what the goal of these prophetic words were, was. But they were in a moment of endurance and perseverance, especially the body of Messiah. Blessed are those who come out of the great tribulation. You know, there's going to be a great honor for those who persevered through some of the great tribulations and the great trials of the earth. But the question is, and the point is on this podcast today for you and I, are we willing to eat the book? Are we willing to eat the full word of God and be absorbed with it to a point that we will not hold back? And the angel said there too, not that you can and pray about it, seek the Lord, uh, when you feel it's the right time, he didn't say any of that. He said, you must prophesy again concerning. Concerning what? Peoples, nations, uh, tongues, kings. In other words, there is no option here. You must do it. It's like when Jeremiah, you know, in the first chapter gets the prophetic call to be a prophet to the nations. And he said, well, I'm too young and, you know, I don't know how to speak and... And the Lord said, stop it. Don't say that. You will prophesy. <laughs> the Lord just like ignored Jeremiah's excuses and said, no, you're going to do it. And why? Because the Lord knows the end from the beginning. He knew the heart of Jeremiah, that Jeremiah uh, would do it. And we see that in Jeremiah 20 where he didn't want to do it. And he said, but I couldn't stop because it was fire in my bones. And that's what a prophetic word will do. When you are absorbed with a prophetic word, you have eaten it. You've let it fill your whole body. There is no other option but to obey it. I'm telling you, I know what I'm talking about in that area. When I see something and I know it's God, I have a, not an anxiety, but a tension in my soul, my spirit, that says you need to obey this word. And as you obey it, God will favor you and bless you regardless of the outcome. John just saw that prophesying all that stuff was not going to cause people to repent. So how much fun can it be to keep prophesying stuff that you know people aren't going to be obedient in? Like I said the other day, last Thursday, Moses and Aaron had to tell Pharaoh to let the people go and the judgments would come. And then the Lord says, and when he doesn't listen to you, God told them ahead of time to tell Pharaoh, in other words, prophesy to him, but to tell, and he told them ahead of time, they won't even listen to you. It won't, Pharaoh will not listen to you. And I want to say to you today, can you be obedient in the knowledge that what you're doing will not be accepted? Do it. I'm telling you, endure, persevere through these words, eat the whole word. It has a redemptive purpose. And that's our point today and this week. Father, I pray a blessing on everybody who listens to this word. I, Lord, I know this builds up all of us in our most holy faith, knowing that as we obey you, you are well pleased with us and you bless us. May the people be the ones who stand at the doorpost and Lord, at the gates to hear what you're saying. And then Lord, to listen to the counsel of heaven. I pray a blessing on them today as we start this day in this week. In the name of Yeshua, amen and amen. Well, thanks for listening, each and every one of you. Remind you, as I said last week, we're planning a trip to Israel in May. 
We'll put more details there out to come, but pray about it. We're going to Europe first, and then we will go to Israel. A little bit longer trip than normal, but it has a great purpose. Don't forget all our applications, our website, uh, christiancentersreport.com, as well as our app. You can give there. You can read with us. You can do so many things on our applications. Thank you, and God bless you. I speak life over you for the days ahead. All right, see you tomorrow.